people, welcome to Relative Distance with Carla, aka CB, and Greg, aka G. Dot, coming to you straight from the east and west coast of these United States of America. What is up, bruv? What up, sis? Boop, 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 boop. Hey, that's, we that's, made it. That's the jingle bells. Oh. That's the oh, jingle bells. Oh, no. You have bells. enhanced our side effects, <laughs> sound effects. Yeah, we're jingle belling because it's, it's a Christmas, New Year's. I love this. I love this week. Yeah, the, the week when you don't know what day it is. Yep, I love it. Like, uh, I love it. There's no responsibilities, really. The world kind of slows down, you know. I'm working. Well, me, I have well, me too. Me too, oh, but okay. me too. But it's like, you know, I'm also trying to p- finish off the eggnog that I started. <laughs> <laughs> I got- literally, literally, I have no, like, two days ago, uh, Brian looked at me and said, uh, and I asked him what day it was, and he said, it's the 29th. I said, oh, okay. And then I looked at my phone, it was the 27th. You just have no <laughs> concept of time during this week um, between Christmas and New Year's. I used to get the week off, but this year I'm working, so it's just all the same. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, e- even though you're working, you know, you know, it's cool that Christmas fell on a Friday, New Year's yeah. Eve kind of falls on a Thursday, so you naturally get a three-day weekend. Yeah, um, yeah. Not that I get a three day weekend, but you know, I mean, no like, such thing, yeah. yeah, that yeah. a four day weekend actually. So, Ooh. yeah, so hopefully you guys didn't miss us too much last week. We did take the week off for the holiday, so you know, we could revel with our families and be working. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, what man. we were doing. Y'all missing and, uh, these? Y'all missing these jokes? <laughs> I know, right? I know, right? But yo, before we jump into it, I got to give a shout out to our listeners. I did some looking at our um, analytics, man, and. Y'all, y'all are turning out. We appreciate you guys. We have listeners in 18 different states. Word. One Commonwealth of the United States. Shout out to Puerto Rico. Boricua. Oh, yeah. And we have our first international listener all the way from Taiwan. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah. we out here. We international up in here. We're taking it. We're taking it to the streets. Yeah. But we know we appreciate y'all's support. For, for sure. Real. For like, sure. Thank cool y'all. y'all are tuning in. Thank you for listening. Yeah. So how was your Christmas, bruv? Man. Uh, they should rename Christmas Day for Fathers Garbage Bag Trash <laughs> Trash Dump Day. Construction Day. Bad? It man. Yeah. Like I filled my dumpster up. I got a dumpster, like right. Yeah. So I, I filled that joint to the brim with trash. All the paper and paper, and the, the boxes and the you know, all the Amazon packages that were coming in. I'm t- mm. I tear my boxes down too. It was no <laughs> joke. Uh, wow. And then um, we decided we wanted to smoke a lamb, so that's a six and a half hour process. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you know it, it was it, it was it was fine, but it, you know then it, it's weird because it's all this build up, yeah, and then it's over. Then it's a, it goes so fast. You wake up it's twenty six and yep, you know. But uh, how was yours? Toys all over the house. Yeah, toys all over. over the house. It was good. It was good. I was. We weren't sure if if the girl was at that point where she was gonna be the crack of dawn Christmas kid. You know, like, oh, I'm so excited. I can't sleep for Christmas. But she slept till almost what did I say eight, oh, late, wow. late, like to the point where I was well rested to, when she came knocking on the door. But it was a good day. You know, it was mostly about her. Yeah, for sure. Getting what she did. But I did. I'm like completing my Apple ecosystem. I got like the TV and the speakers. So I'm like, I got the whole oh. shebang. I think I missed a couple things, but. Um, that's cool. You know, I love a gadget. All app, all, all Apple products. Yeah. Wait till they yeah. wait till they wake up and kill you. 
they might, but I'll be happy until it happens. There's something I don't like. There's something I don't trust about Apple. I don't know what it is. But uh, that everything works together? No, I think I think what it is, it's that once something becomes older, it becomes quickly obsolete, and there's no way to, like, as far as the computers go, there's no way to, like, upgrade the system. Like, you just have to throw that whole thing in the trash, and they do have a tendency to crash pretty crazy. Um, that's what that's what yeah a lot of android and pc users say those things i just started i just got a macbook two years ago so it's not like it's uh, something new to me you know that that i've always had pcs right but it's been good to me so far you know and it just works with all my other stuff like it all just talks to each other so that's really convenient listens to you learns you yeah basically no. I, look i have this new year's hat on i can't do it anymore no, this hat it is driving me crazy no, it's too much it balancing yeah oh, but we're trying to be festive out here but it's hurting my head yeah man not everybody can have a tuxedo T-shirt. Nobody's, not everybody's fancies you with your, with right. your with Christmas light hat. <laughs> yeah, man, we out here. We out here. Remember? Look, I, I feel like I'm so not festive. Like, I don't have any Christmas T-shirts. I don't do all the Christmas gear. We have Christmas pajamas, but that's about as far as it goes. But I see folk out here just, you know, the hats and the reindeer and the jingle bells. I don't have any of that stuff. Yeah, well, they... Um, share. Well, you sent me... A, I have a couple... I have a Christmas t-shirt or two that you sent me that I've worn. Yeah. But I'll give it to other people, but I don't. Yeah. Get, one for, get one for your own self, man. Next year. Yeah. I'll do it next year. I'll say that every year. Next year, I'll do it. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. But so speaking of t-shirts, I am rocking my uh, Cleveland Browns t-shirt. Cle- well, it's not an official Cleveland Browns t-shirt because it's not, you know, team merchandise, but it's Cleveland football I want to believe. Y'all can't see it, but it says I want to believe. And I wanted to believe in them on Sunday. Mm. But yeah. they they are beloved. What what was their record going into that game? Ten, ten, and, and, f- ten and five. Ten and four. Ten and four. Okay. Lost to a team that had one win under their belt. Yeah. Which and that that win had we pulled it off would have Clinched just a spot in the playoffs for the first time since like 2007. Right. Now we have to wait for heaven and earth to move to get into the playoffs because we couldn't seem to pull it off. Now, mind you, we didn't have any wide receivers. Right. Right. But, you know, yeah, we have two badass running backs. They want to throw the ball. Yeah, they want to throw it 53 times, I think. I don't don't know. Yeah, I don't, you know, listen, you know, this controversial take, I know we have a lot of listeners back home yeah i don't like baker mayfield at all which makes it very hard for me to root for the browns right now. is that a controversial take i do see that sentiment a lot yeah well i well i, I think that people agree with that so it's hard for me to like watch the browns and like cheer when i hate this guy so much <laughs> you know what i mean it's like you know i you can't see past him to just cheer the team on a little bit yeah, sure. A smidge. Yeah, but you know, and, and you know, they, if you had a couple Monday night, they had a Monday night game, a Sunday night game, mm-hmm. and you know, I was able to hop on with some buddies, do a little bit of pre gaming. It was nice, but yeah, you know, um, I think being an Ohio State fan, um, maybe Trump's being a Browns fan for you. Be yeah, for me, for me, because okay. um, I you know. Like when Drew, when Drew was on, he, you know, he was talking about how NFL is a business and, you know, mm-hmm. you know, college is much more of a fraternity. So, yeah. so 
they're not running their they they run their business terribly, and it's hard. The Browns do, and it's hard to cheer for constant losing. You know, the cat the Cavs feel different. You know, like you know, there was a pre LeBron, then LeBron, then then the post LeBron, then the then the then LeBron, and the the return of yeah yeah yeah. So I mean. You know, there, there's always some hope there. You know, Jordan got in our way when we were younger. And then, mm-hmm. you know, then LeBron was young and had to mature. Uh, you know, it, it's, you know, there's only really five guys on the floor at, at yeah. a time. But, you know, but man, with the Browns, it just seems like can't win, dude. Like, like we got cursed when Ernest Bynum. Yeah. Fumbled. No, in, in, in to be real, to be 100% real, I've never been a huge NFL fan i'm a much bigger college fan so what you're saying it does resonate with me there's a different feel there's a different passion to me when you're watching college football um it just feels different right right but because we didn't have college football for the beginning you know it didn't start in august like normal i you know started watching nfl games and with the browns actually having a winning season i was i sort of got invested in you know but i always would cheer for the browns sure like i'm not gonna sit up and watch every game that's just not who i am but like even sunday's game locally they weren't showing it they were showing the colts and the steelers and when that game ended which they blew that lead my god right right but but i think when that game ended they cut in the last two minutes of the browns game so i got to see you know well fully lose you just kind of hit on it like you know dad being from pittsburgh he was he, he was a steelers fan Mm-hmm. Uh, mom being from New York and she didn't care about any of it. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, like being growing up in Cleveland with your dad being a Steelers fan, having the terrible towels and stuff around. Yep. There's definitely some um, in-house loyalty. You being born in mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. you know, um, Roethlisberger being in my dorm freshman year, mm-hmm. like you know, oh, like that's right. Yeah. So like, there's like, you know, there's definitely some Pittsburgh leanings, which is a contradiction. Yeah, you, you 100%. Can't... That's the biggest, it's like being a Michigan fan living in Ohio. It's all, the same thing. Although, although the Browns have been so bad for so long, I do really, I do believe that the, the Steelers don't view us as competition anymore. Or the, the, it's, the, it's Baltimore. It's the old it's Browns. Gonna, the Browns and Steelers is going to be what Michigan, Ohio State turns into. Michigan will start winning some games. That's, yeah, that's true. That's, that's what it's going to be. That's very true. But, yeah, I think you know, you know, to that point, I've never been to a Browns game in person. I don't because that's not something. You know, we went to plenty of Cavs games growing up because Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh didn't have a basketball team. You know, so yeah. there was a loyalty there. But I had never been to a Browns what, game. Did you ever see the movie The Fish That Saved Pittsburgh with um, Dr. J? Was in it? It's like from no. the seventies. Yeah, uh, no. so the, the Pittsburgh had a basketball team in that movie. Well, that's fantasy. Uh, <laughs> I don't. The first I did. I had been to a Browns game. I take that back. The Browns played the Bucks here in Florida, like in mm, 2010. Mm. So I haven't been to the Browns Stadium, but I have seen the Browns play oh, in person. That, and the Browns lost that game. Yeah, really? That, 2010. I was like, who who can lo- who can lose more slowly? That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what it, it was. Trash versus Basuda. Yeah. Like, who's, who's going to? Oh yeah, my god! It was terrible. It was oh terrible. My god. But I had my Browns gear on. I was repping for the home team. You know, that's home. For but. sure, for sure. I mean, you yeah, know, I, so. I I love the Browns, man. Like, but it's weird, you know. You know, the traditions that I have, what like surrounding watching Buckeye games, you know, just don't apply to the Browns. Mm-hmm. I, um, but you know, but I do hope we can, hope we can get into the playoffs this year. And you know, mm-hmm. well, you know, like you know, I, I and I guess that guy. <laughs> I guess I guess that guy can, if he can 
I don't even think if he won, if he took, if he took this on an Eli Manning Super Bowl run, so I hate him. I hate him so bad. You know why, Flames. right? You know, Flames. you know why, Up right? The side of my face. No. Why? Okay, so Ohio State was playing Oklahoma yeah. uh, at the Horseshoe, and okay. th- we were ranked, I believe, higher than they were this year. We'd beat them previously down in Oklahoma the previous year. The, mm-hmm. the following year, they came back up and won in the Horseshoe, and Baker Mayfield takes in uh, now. Granted, on all the Ohio State-Michigan games, this has never happened. Baker Mayfield runs out to the middle of the horseshoe with an Oklahoma flag and tries to plant the flag in the middle of the that was That that was him that did yeah. that. I remember that happening. Yeah, that was him that did that. Oh. And it's so disrespectful. Like, you know, like even, even in all the Ohio State-Michigan games, no one's done that to the other team. There's, a, there's some caveat. So you take this guy who disrespected the state of Ohio and you draft Drafts, like, yeah. I mean, because we, we have bad draft picks, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we, we notoriously have, have had bad draft picks, which, right. ma- which makes the factory of sadness continue. And, Correct. And, That's the shirt I want, the factory yeah, of sadness yeah, t-shirt. Yeah. We'll see what happens this year. But yeah, I just can't, I just can't like, you know, why this guy? Yeah. You know, like, you know, if all, you know, so I don't know how Ohio State fans, you know, I talked to one of my Ohio State friends down from one of my Columbus friends and like, ah, they're like, oh, well, I like him now. But again, I think it's the I, team is turned around. We're sort doing of, better. sort of. Yeah, we're doing better. No, we're doing better. better. We're doing better. We're doing well. <laughs> you can't give up well, that. Well, we'll see. Because if he if he can't because he's playing we're playing the Steelers again in the playoffs. Yeah, right. Which which is a phone in. Well, no, game. not even in the playoffs. We're playing the Steelers to get into the playoffs. That's what I'm saying to get into the playoffs. Oh, oh okay, yeah, yeah. So we have to we have to win. Well, you have to win, and if we win, I think we're in. But the, or we are. or there's like four other like Baltimore like if we lose Baltimore and Indian out. It's this yeah, crazy right. scenario yeah, that has to so. happen. But apparently a bunch of the Steelers are out with COVID. So, yeah. you know, it might be a repeat of what happened last week. But, yeah, we'll see what happens. We cheer for our team. Yeah, Ohio, you know, and Ohio, and we got to shout out Ohio State Buckeyes, man, in the uh, college football playoff. That, I'm surprised they got in. But Dabo Sweeney was like number eleven. You guys know he had a listen. I'm, I'll be. I'm. I'm. I'm fair. Right? He. Had, he had a point. Like I know he had a point. They, like, they didn't play nine games, but they played, yeah, they played six games, and uh, you know that that's going to be to their benefit though because you know those midseason foibles that you make on the field and you know like mm-hmm. like they, there's no there's no space for that. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see what happens. At least you know. Yeah. At least there's football. So that's good. I know, I know. So for those of y'all that don't listen, don't watch football, sorry. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Moving on, I want to shout out my favorite actor of all time, period. Yesterday, Denzel Washington turned 66 years old. Ooh. Yeah, man. He shares ages with people we know who shall remain nameless. But HBD, Denzel Washington. Right. He is the, the GOAT. Do, the GOAT. Do you remember? Uh, well, I, I know you remember. I remember. <laughs> Carla used to uh, incessantly write fan letters. I, I was I obsessed with Denzel Washington. I don't know. I, I don't know what these letters said, but 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 she is the only person I've ever known that's gotten responses. Yes. You got a response. You got a response. Well, tell, tell, go ahead. Go ahead. You tell the story. Okay. So it was. I was eighth or ninth grade. Yeah. Yeah, I was like eighth or ninth grade, and I used to get these intense fan crushes or celebrity crushes, you know. And of course, Michael Jackson was like my—I can't say I had a crush on. Michael yeah, Jackson. yeah, I was gonna—I was gonna ask you about that. Like, it wasn't a crush; it was more so I just loved Michael Jackson. Like he was everything to me. Because uh, so he, he didn't—he didn't have that sexuality that like no. that Prince had, or even the DeBarges. 
So there's a barge in. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, if you're, if you're I think you just like the light skinned dudes. Yeah, well, yeah. All all I'm saying is, well, Michael Jackson's being a light skinned dude. All of a sudden, he didn't start that way. Yeah, yeah, but but you know, in hindsight, though, okay, so we're gonna get to do the Michael Jackson episode eventually, but yeah, like when I was like. 13 or 14 I had a life-size cut out of Michael Jackson from the cover of the bad album so my bought this for me yeah. and it would be in my room and anybody who walked into my room that knows there would be terrified because they thought there was some random man standing in my room but yeah I I love Michael Jackson so um I used to write fan letters and what I had read some tip I read in some you know Tiger Beat magazine you know, uh-huh. <laughs> so that was uh-huh. what it was um that if you decorated the outside of your envelope it would be noticed yeah, more so than that. just sending random mail. So I would draw these elaborate photos, pictures of God knows what, rainbows and glittery gloves. I don't know what I was doing. Yeah. But yeah, so I would write him letters and I would write Denzel. Once my Denzel Washington obsession started, I would start writing Denzel letters. And so just randomly one day I go to the mailbox and there's this autograph picture from Denzel that's Washington right, in, right. the, in, in the that's mailbox, right. which I still have. Do you, really, do you really? It's, oh, oh yeah, man. It's, it's, on the, it's on the wall, right? Is it on the wall? No, it's on the it's in the book. In the okay, book okay, okay. Michael okay. Jackson one's back there. But okay. The, the Denzel one's downstairs. Well, you got to take, pe- you gotta take it, pictures of these and post them. I will. My, the, my, the Denzel one doesn't have my name. It just says, God bless Denzel well, Washington. Like, he's too lazy to spell out his whole last name. Well. Like he ran out of room. Probably, but my guess would be that he actually wrote that. One. I think he wrote Michael that one. Jackson. Absolutely not. I think Michael wrote it. <laughs> I mean, he, dude, no. Can I have my dreams? Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Can I have my sure. my belief? Sure. Why are you trying to crush a dream? Fine, I agree. All right, you're all right. I I, I digress. You're right. So so Denzel Denzel sent me an autograph picture, just a little black and white headshot, which I still have. Mm. And yeah, I I love Denzel. It's it's it it's I don't even know how it started. I swear I was in ninth grade. Like he was like super older than me. Um, but I watched the Pelican Brief. I went to see the movie. Yeah, the Pelican Brief, like, we watched a bunch of times. Glory. Mm-hmm. We watched his first movie a lot, Carbon Copy, which was uh was with, terrible with uh Charles Grodin. Was um, was, that, was it Charles Grodin? I, I believe it was Charles Grodin played his dad. Oh, man. And uh, so bad. yeah, it was a young Denzel. That was his first movie, first ever movie. Yeah, yeah. And we watched we watched his uh, his catalog. His catalog. Very few Denzel movies I have not seen. I've uh, seen almost all of them. Uh, the one I, I have never, I still haven't seen the South Africa Cry Freedom with Kevin Klein or whatever it's called. I think I watched that till Denzel wasn't in it anymore, and then I stopped uh, watching. Okay. The movie's about Kevin about Kevin Klein. It's not about was Denzel. it Malcolm X? Maybe? It's not about Stephen Biko. Was it Malcolm I, X? It might have been Malcolm X because Malcolm X came out in nineteen ninety two. Yeah. So yeah. That might have been when you're like, ooh. Perhaps. I'd have like, to go. I don't know how it started. That Malcolm, you, like, you like that Malcolm Little lie hair that dude. Malcolm you're like, oh, you're like, ooh, shoot. I like that Zeus. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Working at <laughs> working this boulevard. So I gave, I gave Denzel a shout out yesterday on Instagram. And shout out to um, Grant. Ah, yeah, yes. We have our first uh, topical request. For sure. Which was... It wasn't a question, mind you. Oh. It was on the next well, podcast. Well, go ahead. Greg. No, technically it is the way you're about to, the way he frames it. Would you please talk about? No, so, it's not it's, a question. It's not a question at all. <laughs> on the next podcast, please discuss how Denzel plays the same character in every movie. That is not a uh, question. Yeah, you're right. That's no. There's no. There's no 
quite it's sure his that. opinion, yeah. and he wants us to. There wasn't no. There was no room for. Do you think that there's no place the same character in every movie? Do you think? All right. So I, I'm thinking about this after you after you sent that over. Let's call it the Denzelometer. So, there's a podcast called Denzel Washington is the greatest actor of all time period they talk about Denzelishness so oh, okay, okay 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 I like mine better Denzel, the Denzelometer sure fine the, you made it up yeah the Denzelometer right so mm-hmm. okay so uh, you, there's three bullet points mm-hmm. right there is uh, torture Denzel so like, let's call mm-hmm. it let's say dark Denzel okay um, there is hopeful Denzel <laughs> Right, and then there is comedy Denzel, happy Denzel. Com- happy Denzel does not come around very much. Carbon copy is the only I'm thinking of. That was in like 1981. <laughs> okay, <laughs> now because you know you got tra- you got Training Day and um, Man on Fire. Mm-hmm. That's obviously a, a dark Denzel. Correct. You have a Roman J Esquire, which I never saw. Uh, I did. Okay, that's hopeful Denzel. Okay. Um and uh let's see, is there a happy Denzel? Um, um Mississippi Masala Denzel maybe he was happy uh, or um, Preacher Preacher's Wife. The Mighty Quinn, yes. Preacher's wife is a good happy Denzel, yeah. yes. So I don't know. I think I think you're gonna get one of the three. Um yeah. you know, equalizer, clearly dark Denzel. I know they they they're using Dark Denzel a lot more than they do anything else. All the time. That's what. That's and I think that's why our our dear friend Grant has this our, our this opinion because he's playing these tortured souls. Right. Um. I've I've heard comparisons of you know Creasy a Man on Fire to his character in The Equalizer. Oh, it's the same. It's, very, the same it's the same guy. Same, it's the same guy. Same guy. So to that respect, he plays these guys the same. There's also if you go back further into Denzel's filmography at the beginning you'll see a much wider i feel variation of how he approaches the characters um how he you know he's very different in um i don't know i'm trying to think in a soldier story okay than he was in glory um yeah what's that movie with out of time or glory like yeah. those are no yeah. i feel like the guy in in soldier story and glory were they were they were like cousins. Okay. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were okay. similar okay but I think as his star power grew and he was able to be more, could dictate more what, what work he was going to do, what scripts he was going to take, or even produce the movies he's going to be in, he just started playing the same dude. Like, very right. much the same character. Well, we talked, we talked about this before with, like, you know, it, it happened to Michael Jackson, it happened to Eddie Murphy, and I guess Denzel to a lesser degree, where, like, once they get this crazy success... Like, you know, like, you know, if you listen to Michael Jackson record, you listen to Off the Wall and you listen to Invincible, yeah. like, it's a completely different singer. Right, you know, right. um, you know, Eddie Murphy, you know, in like Trading Places and 48 Hours versus whatever he became in the 2000s, you know, mm-hmm. it's just a different guy. So Denzel, but I think Denzel is a better actor mm-hmm. than Eddie Murphy is, obviously. He can, mm-hmm. you know, um, like there's the movie like Fences, which I never saw. Uh, he's, he's a great actor. There's a lot of words. <laughs> is, is that dark? Is that dark Denzel? It's like tortured, angry Denzel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's this really loquacious. Like I remember going to see Fences in the theater, and Brian was like, "Why are they talking so much?" Like this was this was a play. Yeah, it's he's a like, play. Oh. Which he also <laughs> had the same reaction to Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Uh, he's like, "This is a play too." I said, "Same playwright." 
So yeah, wow. but yeah, Denzel and Francis was just really this strong kind of negative. To me, he was very negative. He wasn't likable at all in Fences um, as, as the character. Um, okay. Just yeah, uh, he was. Oh. He was. Did you see Ma Rainey's? I haven't watched it yet. Okay, he's very similar in approach to is he in Chadwick that? Boseman's character. Oh, okay. No, no, no. He produced it. Okay. But Chadwick Boseman's character, Ma Rainey, is very similar to. Um, Denzel's character in Fences. Like, they have that same sort of, mm. hey, man, I'm just going to, you know, change everything. Very idealistic, but sure. aggressive and abrasive about it. Sure. I mean, I guess there's inspirational Denzel, too. Like, the remember the Titans? Yeah. Uh, when he's a coach, or or Antoine Fisher, where, yeah. he, where he's, like, trying to spark spark hope in the young, mm-hmm. the young black man. Yeah. Um... So to to Grant, I mean, you're, you're kind of right, but you're kind of wrong. You know what I mean? Like, recently, though, I mean, like, he did go back and do The Equalizer, too. Two, his first sequel. Yeah, ever. you know, but he's kind of like, well, I can go do another movie or just go yeah. back to the well on this. That's what I think it is. It's like, I can just go do whatever I want. You know, to, um, to add to, to Grant's point, he also said he's never a character actor. He's always had the same accent, smooth delivery. He's never the villain. Well, then he mentioned, but he was a villain in Training, training Day. He kind of was a villain in Fences. Interesting. Kind of, yeah, kind of. Interesting. But um, it, I would love to see him in like a romantic comedy or something lighter. He's always doing these super heavy movies. And so, you know, he always well, pulls from that same space. Well, I don't think that they would let, in Pelican Brief, for example, oh. man, I, I would have wa- watched a 15 minute love scene between Denzel and Julia Roberts, but they wouldn't they were let, gonna let it happen. They were, they were going to let it happen. No. <laughs> um, no. But all right, so all right, let's say Denzel is a cinematic representation of blackness, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I think that uh, he he's palatable to white audiences and every international audiences. But who do you think is a better representation of blackness on film, Denzel Washington or Samuel L. Jackson? Because Sam, you can say the same thing about Samuel L. Jackson, like where he kind of plays this, like in Coming to America. You know, he's basically playing. Like if you told me that the guy from Coming to America went to jail. Yeah. Got out of jail after a two-year bit after trying to ra- rob the McDowells. Moved to Los Angeles, met Vincent Vega, and started doing hits for uh, Ving Rhames and Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. I'd believe you. It's the same dude. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know if it's a yeah. I, well, yeah, I don't know that it's a representation of blackness to your question because you know we're we're not a monolith. So I think right. that they both offer different perspectives um, of of the black experience. But yeah, I mean Samuel is another guy where he's kind of pulling the same stuff in every movie. Right. Um, and again, he's got eight trillion movies under his belt. Man, so it's crazy. sort of like now you're going to see the movie for the actor. You know, oh, Samuel's in this. Okay, cool. Or this is a Denzel. Like, I, this movie's I've seen just because Denzel's in it, not because I really wanted to see the movie. You know, had Fences been with anyone else, I probably wouldn't have gone to the theater and seen it. Right. But he, he's so much. I think Samuel L. Jackson is so much more fun. Like, cause he'll, he is way more fun. Because he'll do a Snakes on a Plane, he'll do, um, was it Deep Blue Sea? Yeah, he does lighter uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he'll do. Yeah, like I mean, if he showed up in Sharknado, I wouldn't be that surprised. <laughs> you know. But I look, I'm looking at Denzel's filmography and of this list, Heart Condition. You know, okay, that's a light, light, he light did, one. That's just a terrible movie. Every Actually, movie I he does. I disagree with you. I liked Heart Condition because there was a there was a. Similar, Have you watched it lately? No, but there's a okay. <laughs> there's a similar movie called Heart and Soul. That's what oh. Bob. That's a Bob Hoskins one, right? The yes, Bob Hoskins. Hoskins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. May he rest in peace. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a similar one called Heart and Soul that I believe Robert Downey Jr. was in. Uh, mm-hmm. 
know, it was like four. I heard you dishing all the all, all the racial stuff in it because it was, oh, right. it was the racist cop and it had the black man's heart in his body and blah, oh, blah, blah. right, right. Not a good movie. Oh yeah, yeah maybe not, you know, not I, the bomb. I forgot about that part. Y- yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I want I want to go back and revisit Devil in the Blue Dress, but that that movie Don Cheadle stole that movie. Yeah, you know, he was the scene stealer in that. But like, that was sexy. wife is. It was sexy. Oh, because the old girl. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's her name? Lisa. Uh, no. What's her name? Yeah, that was. A, but he doesn't get that many love scenes, Denzel. Mm-hmm. Versus, you know, neither does Samuel Jackson. That matter, and the love scenes that Denzel gets are not romantic. I think Mississippi Masala he had romantic love scenes, but if you think about him, he got game. He's banging Milovich, yeah, and like you know, in in Devil in a Blue Dress, he's banging you know Lisa Nicole Carson. Like there's never like, and even like you mentioned uh, Pelican Brief, and <laughs> even though if you were cheering for Dudley to get the girl and Preacher's wife, he was not. That's probably the most yeah. romantic you've seen Denzel. Like right. He's falling for Whitney Houston. But <laughs> smiling. That's, his, that's probably my Denzel smile. Okay, I, can't, oh. I, 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 can't, I can't get a Denzel, like all the impressions I can do, I can't do Denzel Washington. It's hard. No, his is, his, I mean, his is very like nuanced, but it's, Jay it's always him. It. Like, you know, it's him. Yeah, he's really good at yeah. it. But uh, yeah, like I remember though, at one point he said he would never do a love scene with a white woman. White woman, and right. then he and did. then he with Mia Jovovich. But maybe he was like, well, look at her. Okay. It wasn't love. I think his 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 justification for that was it wasn't a love scene. Yeah. Oh no. Let me see a question. I've always wondered this about that scene. Mm-hmm. They were implying that when he rolled her over, that he had been having prison sex. Yeah. With men. Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that was clear. <laughs> well, that was the question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, 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 the question, were they implying that he was... Yeah, I think that they were. He hadn't had lady booty in a while, but, so, you know, so he still enjoyed so he, the booty. No, but he, yeah, so he rolled her over and did it, okay. Yeah. But, yeah, it would just be nice to see him do something lighter, too. So, to Grant's point, I think he is playing iterations of similar characters. Yeah. Um, and that podcast I used to listen to, which is great, by the way, it's still... You know they're not they're not doing new episodes, but you can still find it in the archive. Oh, okay. Denzel Washington is the greatest actor of all time. Period. It's a very long name, <laughs> um, but they say that once Denzel gets to a certain point where he's doing old old man Denzel movies, you know what I mean? Like right. old man can fight, which is the Equalizer. You know, old right. man. He's doing these old man action movies, um, but you're not seeing any old man. It's just very great to see a love story. It's just something different. Like right. these movies be all intense. You know. Kill, kill, bang! You know, I just want to see something happen. They'll be romantic. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to. Oh, so wait, go go through his like last ten movies. I'm right. I'm looking right at it. Uh, Equalizer two. I'm going backwards. Uh-huh. Equalizer two. Roman J. Israel Esquire. Okay, that's interesting. That's an interesting movie. Yeah, I need to see it. Um, Fences, Magnificent Seven, The Equalizer, Two Guns, Flight. Safe House, Unstoppable, Book of Eli. Like these are all kind of the yeah, same. Yeah, you're right. He's right. Vibe. Take him, take him, Pelham one, two, three, and then the Great Debaters. But that's 2007. Take so it, I've gone back. That's a good movie. Take him, Pelham one, two. Then now that now yeah. that now that's inspira- that. uh Great Debaters inspirational Denzel. Yes, that's that's the last Hopeful. inspirational movie he's done, Hopeful and that Denzel. was 13 years ago. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So all right, well, maybe he has a point. Yeah, but now he's into producing and directing and stuff. Yeah, no, great, you got a point. You got a point. Uh, he's making the same movie with the same type of characters in them. Um, I would like to see something different. That just does not just does not negate the fact that I think he's the goat. I think he's the no, great, I agree. He's a great actor. His his filmography is boisterous. 
I mean, Malcolm X alone, my God, he should have won that Oscar. Well, he was cheated. <coughs> yeah, I mean, and Spike Lee said as much when he won his Oscar for Black Klansman. He's like, yeah, it's a good movie, but yeah, I should have been here. I should have been here 22 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's why Denzel got it for training day. They're like, oh, my bad. We owe you for this for a couple of years ago. But, You're absolutely um, right. Yeah. You know, but those, those those first from like 80, well, let's not count, 84 to like, I mean, that was 96, 90, 98. But I'm saying I'm, I'm, Carbon Copy is not, a, I mean, it's, it's not a great movie, but if you want to be, uh-huh. a, if you want to be a completionist, I mean, it's worth seeing. I've seen it. Yeah, I know. So I, know I know you Check. Have. For, yeah, for those of you that try me Denzel, yes, completionist, you have to see. But this overall, I still have to see. I haven't seen, um, I haven't seen Virtuosity. I oh, skipped that one. That's the I one. Know. Oh, I have. I, I skipped it. I have the Blu-ray for you. It's not terrible. I'll, I'll watch it. It's not terrible. Kaylee Cuoco's in it. That means um, nothing to me. Well, she's she's like eight or nine too. Oh, she's the girl in that flight attendant show. Now. Yeah, which is awesome. I, I need to get back into it. I've seen four. Anyway, I'm digressing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Denzel has a has a robust filmography. I still think he he's my favorite actor. Number two, right behind him, I'm Sterling K. Brown. He's catching that he's oh, he's good. Yeah. But Denzel is like my my pinnacle. I got his autograph. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like Chadwick would have made his way up there had he been around. Oh been God, those Chadwick totally would have. Yeah, Chadwick. yeah, he was good, man. He was electric. Please see Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. He's right, that, that is his movie. That is his movie. It's it's a talking. It's a talkie film. Yeah, it's a talk. It's a talkie for sure. <laughs> it's a talkie, but it's it's so good. So. It's a talkie picture. It, it's real. It is, but it's he does such a good job. Like at one okay. point, I like got emotional just because like we've lost this guy. Like look how good he is, and we've lost him. So yeah, yeah. It, yeah well, I guess that kind of segues into the next topic. The trash that was 2020. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's not much. I mean, this year was terrible. I can't. I thought uh, 16 was bad. That's mm, the year we lost Prince. That uh, was yeah. the year. Bo- I think George Bowie, Michael. David Bowie. Yeah. 16 was bad for celebrity deaths. I'll and say. Music, from, from music. From like, music. Oh, in music, you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Particularly music. Yes, yes. 20 has been bad for everything. Yeah. All the way around. No, nobody was spared. Yeah. Yeah, it sucked. So doing this end of the year recap episode has been challenging. I alluded to this, I think, last time that if we talked about the good things that happened in 2020, we'd be here for five minutes. I think I said 20, but regardless. So I'm going to let you kick it off, man. Let's, 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 let's. Talk about the year that was, the year that will be over. We're recording this on the 29th, so you'll well, hear it on New Year's Eve. Well, there, there is some psychological founding that's going to suggest that we're not going to remember this year that well once we're out of it. Because, I forgot a lot of it already. Yeah, because of, the, because of us being home. Um, and the days kind of blending that it's not mm-hmm. going to stand out to you the way a year where, you know, you meet up with your boys and, you know, you, yeah. or your girl, your people, you go to, you know, you go to a Vegas trip and then, you know, you, right. you know, you go somewhere for Thanksgiving. So it's, we're not going to remember it the way that we feel about it right now. Uh-huh. It's going to be, it's going to be a, a lost period of time. Uh-huh. Um, uh, you know, so, I mean, the, the best part of 2020 is that. Is that, <laughs> that we're not going to really remember it. <laughs> 
Like we're, like we're, we're traumatized to the point that we're not going to remember it. Not really. You know, we're not going to be able to um, look back. But oh yeah, remember in July of 2020? No, there's not a blur. It's a blur. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, people I, have pointed things out that happened like in January, February that it felt so long ago. And this is this is a small thing, but it was like Parasite winning Best Picture. Like that feels like that was two years. Oh, ago. Oh wow, that yeah. was in February of this year. Wow. I guess that's right, that the time has been so uh, drawn out that anything that happened pre-COVID feels like it was another lifetime ago. Yeah, you know, um, there's a Bushido saying that it's bad when one thing becomes two, and clearly that is like there's a before, there's an early part of 2020, and an end part, and, yeah. the, and the rest. Um, but do you remember how my 2020 started? You may not remember. This should have been an omen that the year was going to be garbage. But when you had surgery? No. No. So, first of all, New Year's was cool. Let me rewind all the way back. New Year's was cool. We were at the cousin's house. All the cousins were there, except um, obviously mom and, and, and uh, her husband weren't there because they were with grandma. And we ran into the New Year. It was great. Two days later, no, the first, second, the third of January, your niece fell and broke her shoulder. Oh, right. And we spent hubby's 40th birthday, the start of it at least, in the emergency room, getting her casted up. Because she broke her shoulder. I should have known then that this year is going to be a hot mess. Got the before four. Yeah. <laughs> Even uh, that. I was like, that was this year. Yeah. I, you know, I, you know, I tried to go back and find news from January and February. And well, that's the other part of it too. You know, political, political viewpoints, uh, whatever the news site, the news cycle whether you're for Trump or against Trump, the news cycle revolves around him so much that yes. something that happened January 1st would be, first mm-hmm. would be obsolete by January 20th. Like, yeah. even, I would even say the 10th. So, like, it's hard to, like, th- things that were happening just seemed like a big deal at the time, and then they weren't, and then, they, then it moved yeah. on, and then, you know, I'm trying to think, like, what, what was Trump doing before? Do you remember when he tried to start World War Three? With Iran? Yeah. Yeah. That was in January. Wow. And, I, and to be fair, I got, I watched today on Netflix, Death to 2020, which is some new. Yeah, I saw that. Com- oh, you watched that. Okay. No, so no, that triggered no, some I of didn't, the stuff. I didn't see it. Oh, but you saw it. Was like, yeah, I, I watched see. it today. So it's silly. You know, Samuel Jackson's on it. Shout yeah. out to him. We just mentioned him. But um, it helped me, helped me recall some of the stuff. The Australia fires, things that you just right, forgot. Right, right. Happened. Surprisingly, no mention of Kobe, though. I mean, that oh, was... Oh, right. That should have been the shot. That should have been... That was another shot. Like, uh-oh. Yeah, this is... We're only <laughs> yeah. 26 days into this month, and what is happening? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's 20, like, January 26th. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, yeah, there was mass shootings in February. There was two mass shootings in one day. That's uh, the... President Trump... Oh, President, oh, President Trump got impeached. Impeached. Yep. I think it's why he started trying to start the yeah. war. He's trying to start the war to, to yeah, take, it, take attention to the yeah. fact that he's getting impeached. But he got he got acquitted, acquitted, and then like shortly thereafter, I think May thir- March thirteenth was the day the world shut down. Right. But I had had my surgery, so like I was my surgery was December was February twentieth, so I was home oh. looking forward to having that time to myself. You know, um, <laughs> that's right. The girl came that. home. Her last day of school was March 13th. She came home on spring break and never went back. 
Oh my goodness. We had all these plans for spring because I was like, I was moving a little bit better. So I was going to take her to SeaWorld for spring break and Bush Gardens, you know, just do stuff during the day because I was off of work and we were at home. Because oh we could not go anywhere. And that was, that was it. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, like it was St. Patrick's Day here. Mm. March 17th. It was like done. Which is a big day. Yeah. To be out with people. Yeah, it was done. It was done. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, you know, all the gyms closing and, oh, you know, I, it was, it was this, I mean, so the best part of 2020 was the comfort of my couch. <laughs> like I made a good investment in my couch. Very comfortable. Yes. That's good. It's a lazy boy features on both ends, a sectional, so don't we weren't all laid up on each other. I can kick now let's 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 not leave out the fact that you bought a house in the midst of a pandemic. That w- that will see, yeah, that part. Uh, so so we we put in our uh, offer on March twentieth. Mm-hmm. So right when like we obviously and then it almost took two months to close and escrow. So those mm-hmm. first two months of that pandemic was me on the phone constantly with lenders and real estate yeah. agents and doing a hundred different things that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then, then we moved, you know, so it was really, once we settled in, it was like July and you know, everyone else, everyone else is going kind of crazy. And then once yeah. the desk kind of settles, like, Oh wow, we've been doing, we've been in this for four months, mm-hmm. you know? So it, it was helpful. It, it takes helpful. your mind off of when you got something that big going on that you're not just like, all right, well, am I going to watch on Netflix now? Because I got nothing else to do. Exactly, exactly. You know, there was, you know, I mean, I'd be on the phone constantly and there was, you mm-hmm. know, there was there was no respite. It was just constant yeah. going. So, um, yeah, I mean, that was that was that was very, very cool thing to actually have happen. It was it was, uh, you know, it was the most stressful time in my life. I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. it's stressful anyways, right. but also when the world's ending. <laughs> You like you don't know, <laughs> right. you know, like, like why am I getting this house? I'm not going to yeah. live in it because we're all going to die. Exactly. I was, I was like, well, <laughs> well, maybe if I can get into it, then you know, when the when the you know when the stars start falling from the sky, then maybe at least right. like when the zombies come, yeah, in, you know, at least I can hold myself up for a little while. Exactly. At least, at least it'll be mine. <laughs> right, right. So um, yeah, so but that actually helped get me through the first four months. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've never felt. You know, and I, I've been working from home anyways for right. years and years and years and years and years. Mm-hmm. So, so it wasn't uh, a crazy change. You know, I moved mm-hmm. up. I moved up to this part of LA uh, in 2016 and mm-hmm. kind of left the world behind a little bit. And now yeah. everyone, everyone's like, "Why'd you move up there, G? Why'd you move up there, G?" And then all of a sudden, like, "Oh, yo, but yo, people, yo, can we come hang out or what's good?" <laughs> <laughs> fighting off. Be too far. Yeah, fighting off schizophrenics in downtown LA with two by fours. <laughs> right, right. So I mean, it, you made the better choice. Schizophrenic zombies. Yeah, yeah man, I'm telling you, uh, that, that that's a true story. Actually, my buddy had a he had a baby, and uh, his baby was born in April, and he's walking the baby down the street. He lived in downtown LA, like right, mm. right in the middle of downtown LA. And he said it was like, nice. he said it was like Mad Max. He said he was, walk, he was walking his, um, he had his baby, newborn baby in a stroller and his other daughter, like a schizophrenic came up and like tried to touch his baby. Oh and, my gosh. And he had to like fight the guy off. And he called me, he's like, dude, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, you know, because like in New York, apparently there's some guy like riding on the back of a van with like shooting a flamethrower. 
at some point. In New York? Yeah, like, yeah. So, I mean, it, it's lawless, man. It's also the Floridians who just. Exactly. Indicated. They're like, ooh. <laughs> I think this was. Wow. No, I. I that's crazy. I, and so, so, like, what, what good shows came out, right? Okay. Interestingly, the two best shows were Black Lead, which is which is good for the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Out the um, Lovecraft Country, I believe, was yes. my and and The Outsider, which unfortunately was canceled by HBO. I don't know why they canceled The Outsider. <laughs> yeah, they did. I no. don't, yeah, they canceled it. Yeah, but that show. Cynthia Arrivo was so good in that. Yeah, show. Yeah, the show's so good, so good. So, but yeah, what's but, wrong with them? But uh, yeah, but those shows were awesome. I mean, like, yeah, because the other problem was all the production shut down. So, yeah. you know, there's a bunch of shows that had like five episodes. And I was like, all right, yeah. it's a wrap. Um, yeah. My uh, shout out to a limited series because that's yeah. that that worked out in yeah. this situation. Like the undoing, yeah. the undoing seemed like that they were affected a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, my girl, Andrea Savage, her show, I'm sorry, on True TV, which is so funny. They uh-huh. got they got permanently put on hiatus because Jeez. for season three. Mm-hmm. Um, Glow on um, Netflix, the wrestling mm-hmm. that got they, mm-hmm. they did two episodes, got COVID shut down, and they canceled it. They said they won't okay. resu- they won't resume it. So uh, shows were just getting canceled just because they mm-hmm. couldn't produce, they couldn't produce episodes. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and it was just too expensive. Maybe to keep, I don't know, I don't know. The- well, so, what one thing I did find is that a lot of people were we were having collective experiences through media, right. One of the greatest experiences I had at the beginning of the pandemic was the the Tiger King moment. Oh, that Tiger King! Yeah, yeah, a yeah, whole, yeah. That was this year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everybody got to know Joe Exotic at the same time, and I and I noticed myself watching shows because people were talking about them, or which was always a thing. But now I had all this time to do it, or vice versa. I'll just watch something and start posting about it. You know, so a lot of people were 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 bonding over foolishness right what they were looking at on tv because carol basket but carol basket look big cat rescue is not too far from here it's not far from where i used to live Ooh, in Tampa. that's right yeah, that's man. right, right that. down the street you tell me that and also and interestingly enough I, uh, the, the the one thing that you added to that for me i don't know if i'm allowed to if i should say this i'll get sued by the big cat rescue was that where she where she was, met her husband because she was having a fight with her <laughs> was the strip her Yes, yes. Yes. So Carol Baskin said she had a fight with her ex-husband. She's walking down Nebraska Avenue in Tampa and her husband that got eaten by the tigers um, rolled up and helped her because she was crying or something and she got in the car with him. Nebraska in Tampa was the host stroll. <laughs> That's where you went to go buy the cooch cooch. And so <laughs> the only reason she was out there at night walking down Nebraska is because she was selling it. Right. So, excuse me, revisionist history. Everybody that was from Tampa was heard that was like, hmm. that, that don't add up. Yeah, like, why would you get in the car with this guy? Because you were trying to get yeah. you 50 bucks. I don't yeah. know what you're doing. Yeah, <sighs> which, would, which would fuel the theory of why she got rid of him. Because she was using him for his money the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. and he's he's... He became cat food. I yeah. don't care. She said it didn't happen. It happened. They, yeah. they reopened the ve- they reopened the investigation thanks to uh, thanks to the um, documentary. Wow. Uh, and speaking of, speaking of selling the cooch cooch, P Valley was awesome. P Valley was everything. M ah cookle cookle ah cookle cookle ah go back go back ah. 
That was a jam. That was a jam. That came on. I was like, oh. P Valley was so down in the valley with a girl. <laughs> yeah, that, that is the, that and the wire are the only two shows that I will watch the uh, the opening credits. The theme song. Yeah, I love it. I loved it. <laughs> down in the valley with it, girls get naked. It was so good. I, yeah, if y'all didn't yeah. see P Valley, you got time. Watch it. Yeah, for it's, sure. They coming back. They yeah, coming back. Yeah, that was that was a great show. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's, you know, you, you start thinking about that's really what it was. It was like Zoom meetings. Like we did, we did your birthday party mm-hmm. on Zoom. Which was fun. Yeah. You wouldn't think a Zoom party would be that fun. We had a good time. Yeah, we did. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like drinking in front of your computer, you know, has become, has become a. As I take a drink <laughs> in my, <laughs> I take a drink of my beverage in front of my computer. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, like I don't feel convicted. At least there's somebody. At least there's somebody there. I'll do it with you. At least there's somebody there. You know, like I don't. You know, it's. You know, it's it's it's. There's still a level of socializing because you know the basis of this podcast is the fact that we've lived apart from each other for so mm-hmm. long, but didn't really start mm-hmm. doing Zoom or Skypes on a regular basis until the right. pandemic, Correct. which has no effect on which the pandemic had no effect on. Yeah, the, the amount we, we saw each other. each other. Anyway, yeah, exactly. Right? Matter of fact, I saw you during. We saw the, each other. Yeah, right. I saw you during the pandemic. Oh, Correct. Oh yeah. Well, um, uh, man, I was gonna say one of the worst parts of twenty twenty was that flight back from Florida Uh-oh. when 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 United Airlines decided they weren't gonna social distance on planes anymore. Crazy. And they crammed us. And you're on blast, United Airlines. Matter of fact, <laughs> you're on notice. Matter of fact, United Airlines had somebody get on and die of COVID on their plane. I'm flying United Airlines next month. Don't tell me this. Well, I would maybe see about. Well, I'll be va- I'll be fully vaccinated. Oh yeah, yeah, you good? Yeah, you good then? Yeah, forget it. But man, I'm still gonna pray. Yeah, but it's it's man, that was nuts. Uh, yeah, that's bad. Like I said, this guy from Tennessee. This is the first time I ever done wore a mask. I was like, oh man, <laughs> bro. Thankfully, you came out of that unscathed. Yeah, I think so. Well, or, I hope or, so. Yeah, but uh, but uh, yeah, that. Oh yeah, we yeah man, we lost our grandmother this year. Yeah. It was yeah. a lot of loss. I mean, like, and I know people that had suffered. Every a lot of people suffered a lot of loss this year. People's family members were you know hit by COVID, um, but we did lose our matriarch on uh, mom's side yeah. this year, so that was tough. Abuel- um, abuelita, Pepa. yeah, rest in peace, Chepa. Mm. We, um, in, in spite of the pandemic, I it's strange because. It did bring family together. Um, you know, probably shouldn't have all been together, but I think oh. just in that last week. Well, I mean, pandemic-wise, we probably shouldn't. Yeah, have, but, but good. No, I was just gonna say, but seeing all the cousins in one place for the first time, I think ever was pretty impactful. You know, all right. Let's say, let me think of a good analogy. Let's say you. Let's say you go to Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, you, obviously, the obvious analogy would be gambling, but which we all were doing. But mm-hmm. there's a, there's a, there's a sense of it to me of you know if you're <laughs> I don't know like because you, you have you have life has to keep moving forward, mm-hmm. right? Um, there is something to herd immunity. There is something to that. Um, mm-hmm. The fact that we were all together and traveled from every part of the country and no one got it. 
No one got sick there. No one on the way home got sick. You know, um, you know, I've had a, you know, I've had a birthday party for, you know, when they were a little more relaxed in the summer over here at a birthday party for my daughter and family came in for that. And it wasn't, everyone walked away. No one got sick. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, I think if you're being responsible, here's what I think it is. I think if you're being responsible on your own, when you're away from those situations, then I think you're fine in the group situation, right? But if you're just kind of being reckless and like going out to bars and go, you know, going to going to Vegas when there's no reason mm-hmm. you should not be going to Vegas, mm-hmm. or um, you know, uh, you know, having kissing contests or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, with strangers. Like I, I think everyone in our family is responsible. Okay, that's a big well. I, well, well, at least at that moment, because that was, was you know, I, I felt like everyone had been doing okay. I think the problem with that mentality is that you don't know what the other people are doing. Sure. And you you want to assume the best in people, but we did have an individual there who was like who thought they were immune to COVID and they were at the bars and they were at the beach and they were oh, hanging out with a bunch of people. I wasn't there. I wasn't there when he was there. Okay. Okay. He wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't so, around, so I never met. Yeah. So I I look at that as we <coughs> dodged a bullet. Yeah. That's how I look at it as a dodge bullet because one person sure. in that group could have caused a, a wave. You know, it only takes one. You're absolutely right. And so yeah, that's that's you you have personal responsibility to an extent, but the personal responsibility also has to extend to knowing that other people are not as responsible. You just have to assume that people are out here being wild. Right. <laughs> Basically, or being right. reckless to protect yourself. No, you're absolutely if you assume right. everybody is face, safe, then, you know, you're going to be more carefree. And I'm not perfect. I'm preaching to myself because I'm not perfect in this at all. But I think that's why we isolated into the house so much. When we weren't in those settings, we've been at home just because, especially in Florida. I know LA's bad too, but the numbers are so bad here. Like, people are really really carefree and so like there's there's a level of um just there's the blatant like anti-maskers who are screaming in targets and knocking down displays but then there's others that get complacent they're like well y'all are fine you're a family right right they get get complacent in that way and then let one hot body come in there (laughs) with the vid and suddenly everybody is is you know testing positive so i got i got some breaking news what's that Today, Joe Clark, mean Joe Clark, the principal from Lean on Me, died. Oh, rest in peace. Yeah, Joe, Joe Mr. Clark. Mr. Joe. Yeah, Mr. Joe. Mr. Clark. Mr. Clark. Yeah. Man, he, Aw, that's too bad. Yeah. It's, uh. I didn't know he was still alive. Yeah, he's 82. But, Dang. um. We'll have to watch Lean on Me just for, yeah. uh, you know. Who told you? Who told you? <laughs> who changed this? Who told you to say the song lyrics? The song lyrics. Cool ten, cool ten. Get the chains off the doors. <laughs> the enemy is here. <laughs> Although man, that's cool. That's anyway, good because that, that, we were getting serious, so that's yeah. good. We move away from from all yeah. of that. Well, well, um, I mean, all right, like I, all right. So we, we, other than Joe, other than Joe Clark, I'm trying to think of. I mean, there's so many people that passed away this year, oh fam- famous and not famous. It's intense. I mean, um, Chadwick obviously being yeah. Um, 
I mean, Debo just died. We Debo, didn't give him Tiny Zeus yeah, Lister. We didn't, yeah. Lister. We didn't give him a, a shout out, but yeah, he passed away. Pops died. Joe John Witherspoon yeah. died. Was that this year? Yeah, it was see this year. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, there's so many people that obviously died. Kobe. We mentioned Kobe. Kobe already, which was um, still they're so... still posting. They be posting pictures of him and Gigi. Like, oh come on. Oh, yeah, GG, all, all seven, all not it was a seven or nine other people on the plane. That was that was that yeah, was yeah. That was a gut punch. Um, man, it's hard to remember. Yeah, so, and you feel bad not remembering these people's identities, like they're important too. But you right. just well, it's you know I can't I can't even you know I mean, dude. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean I'm just but you know we um even personally you know like. You know, it was a rough week with mom, you know, with, with Abuela passing and the puppy passed a couple of days before right. him. And then I lost my puppy. Yeah, yeah, you know, for sure. Two, three weeks ago, um, which, you know, it's like, you know, that your pup's getting old. But then, you know, I just started to see her decline a little bit. But still, her death was quite sudden. We weren't really prepared, right. you know, for yeah. it. So, you know, it's just it's just was another like, oh, this is 2020. You know, this is what it's going to be. Just misery. Yeah. Yeah, that was so Ridiculous. sad. Yeah, that, that that was really nice that you did that with her though. The um, the uh, oh, the little pot, the palm. Yeah, that's nice. They they offered that to us, which I I really liked. You know, you're you're kind of in your feelings when they're trying to tell you, okay, we can do this, we can do that. You know, and cremate the puppy. But um, yeah, they, I'm glad we have it, and we print out a little picture and put it in there, so you know she's here. But right. Golly, man, just just this year. Um, Sean Sean Connery. He did die this year. Brian Dennehy. Alan Trebek. Alan Trebek, Trebek. We shouted out a little bit ago. Kirk Douglas. But he, oh, yeah. but he was 104. He he did it. Still, <laughs> he lived. Yeah, he lived his life. Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away this year. You know, y'all know y'all yeah. were here. Yeah, everyone everyone knows. <laughs> It was a lot. Uh, the one, the um, there was the uh, let me see if I can remember, pull his name up. Um, he he was a great musician. Play, uh, played on Fountain of Wayne. Uh, he died of COVID early on. Mm. Um, um, his, his, can't think of his name. I know he was just he was just working with Sarah Silverman on a new um Adam Schlesinger. He uh. Okay. Yeah, he he died early on from COVID, but okay. you know uh, he 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 was a great musician, mm. and uh, you know he he was working on a musical with Sarah Silverman, and he was um, you know he he was right he wrote like a lot of like like he wrote like the Crank Acres theme and stuff like that. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, but you know just you know w- less famous person that like like kind of like Nick, like Nick Cordero like the, the you know the Broadway guy who passed oh yeah the, bro- the guy yeah. from Broadway yeah. Bill Withers Bill, oh wow that's all like literally bro we could be here all day listening yeah to yeah, 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 like, yeah 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 <laughs> the end of the year memorial is going to be so long uh, I'm looking at these articles and it's just like you just keep scrolling like names after name after name yeah. like year is trash yeah. but on on a Heinz on on a positive though we were talking about some of the positivity <laughs> right. In 2020, one of my favorite things that come out of this year, other than the Zoom parties and like enhanced Zooms, because like you said, I got people that have lived, I've lived apart from for 15 years, but 
we've been zooming like we have regular zoom dates now and people that i hadn't talked seen in 20 years that we had started you know occasional zooms there but the um it started with d nice's set on instagram in march or april i don't remember when that was it was like a hundred thousand that was the first major instagram party i think that we had and it was just in there it was so fun like of course, you're seeing what celebrities are there too, but the music he was spinning was just, you know, nothing extraordinary, but you're just in this this corporate, everybody's at home, you know, and you're in this corporate setting where everybody is listening to the same music and dancing and having a good time. That was fun. But then when the Versus battle started, yeah, yeah, for I sure. that really was cool. enjoyed Versus. That was cool. It was, uh, did, it you was watch, a, did you watch um, E-40 and uh, Two Shorts? No, I haven't watched it. Because, I was doing something. I didn't watch it, but... Um, Speaking of which, hold on, hold on, hold on. Breaking news. Who is Young Thug? And why oh, did- my God. <laughs> it was better when he went after Andre. Yeah, yeah. Who is this dude? Jay-Z? Who is this dude? Who <laughs> I mean, are you? I don't even listen to yeah. rap like that. I'm like, yeah, Jay-Z? This dude has lost his mind. Listen, I know who Young Thug is, but, like, I mean, but he... Although he, he talking, he said it. He, uh, if you seen the video, <laughs> he says it. He's like, well, he's like, I'm, I'm, I'll play my show. All right, sorry, hold, 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 let me set it up. So, <laughs> Young Thug last month was on Ti's podcast, and he said, expeditiously, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then and he said that um, basically because him and Andre Three Thousand are both from Atlanta. Basically, he says he has no respect for Andre 3000 and the work he has done. Essentially, that was what he was saying. Like, and then that got him some traction. He got, got him some attention. Yeah. And then today Love. or yesterday, he was, yesterday. he was on a, another podcast and said, was talking about how he had, he'll go on stage and do 30 or 40 anthems and everyone's singing the songs back to him. He's like, nobody has that. Not even Jay-Z. And he said it. And everybody in the room didn't say a word. <laughs> and then, my no, 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 no. No, the host was like, uh, "He's got a lot." <laughs> he's like, he's like, no, no. He's like, then he got so nervous, he started grabbing the mic. He's like, no, 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 no. He was like, no. I, I'm, not, I mean, yeah, he's got a lot. He probably got like fifty. But what I'm just saying is, like, I've been on stage, and he got, he gets so nervous, and everyone, Big dummy. No, <laughs> you gotta find the clip. You gotta because it is the stupidest thing. That maybe anybody has said, like, I mean, you rappers will do that maybe to try to get a, like a, a battle going. Like, but remember what happened to uh, Meek Mill and Drake? Meek, Mill, Meek, Meek Mill got torn apart. Listen, so look, young, young thug is the little kid that thinks that he can fight the bully. I don't know what you would right. call it. Like, I'm feeling big and bad. I'm going to run up and I'm going to run up on this big old the high school quarterback. Let's say right. it that way. I think you can trip him down the hallway and nothing's going to happen to you. Wait and see what happens. He's a, you are. He, he, wants, he wants it. He won't even get Jay-Z's attention. He, he doesn't need it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, because he did his, he he did did his, his battle. He did his time to bother himself with trivial things. He, yeah, he did his battle with Nas, and that was legendary. And then they, mm-hmm. uh, like, a young thug. Like, I, 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 like, I, I Googled his music. You know, uh, Meet Me to London. I know that song. And then, like, mm-hmm. like I don't. 30 or feet. It's not. It's not even. People just be out here saying yeah. anything. Yeah. Well. Like his, the audacity. So the death of his career also happened in 2020. 
Well, he asked for that. He just needs yeah. to stop talking sometimes. He needs to stop talking. Yeah, I, I, but yeah, I, I, I did not watch E40 in Too Short to okay. revisit your last question. Yeah. I heard it was really good. I yeah. did not watch it. They had fun. Um, that's all that matters. Yeah. I, I, you know, like my hip hop rap knowledge has a has a limit like i'm not a hip-hop head at all right so i don't know i knew like tell me where to go by e40 and of course with uh let the whistle blow, by... blow, no uh let's, let's blow let's See, blow the whistle so, so let's who's blow the whistle i don't know carla you tell me where's uh, my mind <laughs> ew that's gross <laughs> you nasty you nasty son of a gun that shows you why I didn't watch E40. Yeah. It's too short. You don't know these niggas' songs, man. <laughs> but <laughs> there is a song called "I'm Gonna Find It." But yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't watch it. But I, you know, they go back and they post it. So maybe yeah, just for fun for the culture, it watch it. But it yeah. was funny though. What was interesting with with verses is it started out of necessity, not out of necessity, but. They started the Teddy Riley babyface thing, I think, got the most attention initially right. because of Teddy's audio issues and because they were in two separate locations trying to both be on their Instagram lives, trying to right. make it work. It evolved from that where they were separated. The first one was canceled because babyface had COVID. It mm. evolved from that to now them being in the same room and the fact that my, um, K. Michelle and um, Ashanti's was canceled because Ashanti had COVID and they couldn't be in the same room. So it's like... You sort of devolved away, or you evolved away from why we started doing this in the first place, which was we're in a core, you know, we're in a pandemic. We shouldn't be all together in the same room. Who was the very first one? Was it Timberland and Swiss Beats? Timberland and Swiss Beats. And they were the just, first one. And they were just de- they were like doing DJ sets, right? I think so. I didn't catch on to it. I think until I think the first one I watched was Lil John and T Pain. Right. And they were just having fun. They that was just the club, like. That one was fun though. And went in, but Teddy Riley was the one that made it more of a performance. Yes. Yeah. And but that but but even though he But everybody he, clowned him for it. Yeah, but he but then but he actually did then everyone started doing what he was trying to do. A little bit. Correct. A little Correct. bit. And he probably he probably looking now like y'all had all these jokes and yeah. everybody out here with they with they with the entourage and right, this, and right. Maybe faces has guitar and just looking like Yeah. Are we doing this? Like what are we doing? That's, so that's it, it's definitely changed into something else. It's yeah. still fun, but it's changed into something. Yeah, else. well, they got well, they got a lot of they made a lot of money off of it. Sure, uh, they got stuff on Apple I, Music now. I got no, I got no problem with anybody making money. Um, yeah, no beef with you, man. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, he, uh, that 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 was a nice part, like of mm-hmm. you know the D nice sets were cool. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out to um Sophie Tucker. Um, Sophie Tucker is, uh, they are a, like, electronic dance band. Uh, mm-hmm. not quite EDM. They do cool, they do a lot of cool stuff. Um, okay. I, I am in, in love with the lead singer. She's a be- uh, beautiful, like, Brazilian girl, I think. But, okay. um, I don't know if she's Brazilian, but she speaks Portuguese, so she sings a lot in Portuguese. Um, okay. but they did, a, they did a DJ set every day. For they've done a DJ set every day since the pandemic started. Oh wow! Okay. Every every day. Um, I don't know how long they are—forty five minutes, mm-hmm. an hour—but they're you know they got they're jamming. They're a great, mm-hmm. great, great, great band. Um, matter of fact, I was just watching a show. Oh, flight attendant. Um, they do the theme song to like flight okay. attendant. Um, gotcha. They had they had a song that was on Apple TV commercial. Uh, 
you're my best friend. I like the thing to do. Like, like it was, it was a really cool song. Okay. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, that like that band, they did a lot. They did a lot, man, for people as well. Like, uh, keep people entertained at home. Yeah, the artists have been very innovative. You know, definitely yeah. trying both to make their coin because there's benefit. You know, by the verses effect. Anybody that goes on verses, you know, their streams go up or whatnot. Sure. But, sure. Um, but yeah, so. I know we're going to be here forever because there's so much more yeah. that has happened this oh. year that we have not even talked about. Yeah, shout out to only OnlyFans. <laughs> uh, uh, they really they really got they really made their money this year. Talk about making some money, OnlyFans. It did come up. It did, but they said that it's maybe arguably changed the porn industry forever. Because yeah, some of these changes are going to be permanent. Yeah, that, for sure. That have happened from from the pandemic, and so for sure. good for good for them. Howard Stern um, from the bunker was one of the first people to kind of figure out how to do this thing so he innovated in that regard too like we're half of the reason we're doing what we're doing is because he did what he did like because okay. they, they they upped the technology to the point where this could happen you know okay you know and we're, there's a lot more going on behind the scenes to make it sound good for you people that are listening to it than uh mm-hmm. and then you might be aware of but you know it's the idea is there yeah. all right yeah so yeah so 2020 sucked yeah. um I mean, yeah, there was some good we, parts. We didn't, look, we didn't, we didn't even get into George Floyd. We didn't get into... Oh, yeah, the, the, all, the, that, all the Black that, Lives Matter. Oh, that, my God, the protests. Yeah, we, that was all of May, May, June, July, you know, when everybody said they, they like black people and wanted to learn more about exactly, us for the exactly, three months. Exactly. Um, <laughs> they went summer. back to their business and we're still out here black. Yeah, because um, uh, there, was, there was a brother killed in Columbus on Tuesday. Um, this uh, week? Yeah. Um, and, let me After s- what happened with... Um, with uh, Casey? Yeah, there's another one. Oh, uh, no. His name is Andre. Um, sorry, let me find it. What's going on in Columbus? I don't I told know. Y'all, I told y'all that city crazy. I need to. Ugh. He was. This is the worst. Andre Hill. Uh, wow. He was somebody. He I, I don't know. It sounded sound to me from what I heard like he, he kept his car running maybe because of the battery. That happens in the winter in Ohio. Or sometimes yeah, you alternate. Yeah, so you sometimes you keep your car on. So I guess he would go, turn it on, turn it back off. And and the neighbor called 911 because he, he saw a black guy coming out. stop calling 911. Y'all got to stop. He was visiting friends. And he came out, he came out with, his phone, with his phone up. And the cop shot him. My God. And, and, uh, and it was so, his, his dead lifeless body laying in the garage. And he told him to roll over. And he was oh laying there. God. Yeah. Uh, See, he got fired. The officer got fired, but he's not going to prison. They never do. So y'all, Black Lives still matter. Yep. It's just because just because Amazon ain't talking about it because you know it's not on your favorite company's email anymore doesn't mean that we we still out here mattering. So yeah. it's so frustrating. And remember that. Remember this. This is what I would say about it. Like I'm not trying to get political and all that, but the the idea behind Black Lives Matter, you know, is not. That George Soros and Antifa are funding this <laughs> terrorist organization. It, the principle of it is that if black people getting shot matters, then that, mean, that means everybody getting shot matters. Because mm-hmm. we historically matter less. That's it. Right. That's all I'll say about it. I'll, I'll drink some eggnog. It's, yeah, that's the whole, we could do a whole episode. I just, I can't. I'm frustrated. Um... I guess the last thing we can uh, talk about to to lighten this up a little bit is that the Orange Nightmare is getting up out of here 
in mm. 20 some change days. I don't 23 know. 23 days? He's getting up out of here. Don't no, you don't just suit, you see they just suit Mike Pence? They did what? <laughs> this, happened, this is what I'm talking about. It happened so fast. So the same guy who took the, the thing to the Supreme Court now has sued Mike Pence to give him more authoritative power to cancel. Oh, I saw that. To cancel out the this electoral. This is stupid. This, this is insane. Stupid. It's insane. These people are stupid. So, yeah, they, he's getting up out of here yeah. in 23 days. Yeah. Well, he's up, he, like, 22 days. He, ab- he abandoned the shit out of his post. And, like, whether you voted for him or not, you can't be like, this is my guy. He hasn't done anything. They love him. They don't want him to, to stop the steal. Hasn't said word one about the Nashville bombing. Hasn't Not said a word. A whole city block was leveled, and he yeah. didn't say nothing except yeah. why wasn't Melania on Vogue? Yeah, the cover or, of Vogue, or why? Um, you know, you know, he posted something crazy on his Twitter about how there was, Please. you know, there's six, you know, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah, twenty two days. This episode is gonna make me drink more. Yeah. This is what we get for talking about twenty twenty. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Year review. You're Walk away you. angry. <laughs> You're this is why this is why we end this episode on a lighter note. We're right. not talking about 2020 no more. It's two days left. We're gonna have a lit Zoom karaoke party. Yeah, on, come, on come, the get on, come get on, come get on it. Yeah, well, y'all DM us if y'all wanna be on the Zoom karaoke party. We welcome strangers and um or fam. I mean, mostly my listeners. Yeah, listens is fam. Um. To close this out, we gonna we are gonna do what you're streaming. I know we're going a little bitty long, so we just gonna yeah. Roll we'll do a quick we'll do a quick, quick one. Yeah. So oh. tell us, brother. Oh no. Okay. I want I want your I want your unadulterated review of Wonder Woman. <laughs> I would rather watch Gal Gadot <laughs> come home from a Mexican restaurant with an upset tummy <laughs> and sit on the toilet and read. A magazine for Some two hours. Some people that stuff. Th- well, that's true. Um, for two hours and thirty, or no, let's take let's take the bathroom element out of it. Then I'd rather two I'd, hours, two hours and thirty, 30 minutes. Minutes, dude. I all right. So I okay. It was bad, and I knew it was bad when it opened like Superman three. Ooh. It opened like Superman three. Like um, that's the one with Richard Pryor. If you yes. if you're um, and if the, you want, the the goo. I just remember the the goo gel. Yeah. In the, in the, yeah. Watch the beginning of Superman three where like like someone's walking down like someone there's like guys on scaffolding working on a building and like oh oh and like something mm-hmm. falls off the scaffolding. There's somebody walking with like groceries and a huge baguette sticking out of the bag and yep. and, and like. Like something happens and like it flips up something else and a car crash happens and right before like the baby gets hit, Superman comes in and stops it. That's that. Mm. I was like, oh no! And I was like, now I thought I was like, this could be genius. They could be doing all these 1980 tropes and like if you were like nailing them, like oh wow, like, this is it's so really clever. Yeah, matter. Okay, so there's you haven't watched it, right? No. So I paused the movie at one point. And I start uh, purporting the fact that I was trying to. Uh, all right, so you, this is not a spoiler because it happens in minute forty of the movie. So you know, in the first Wonder Woman, it happens around World War Two, right? And Chris Pine comes back in this movie, right? And I stopped that. And I stopped the movie and started purporting that this. Could be a quantum leap situation, <laughs> and then I, and I, and I, was, I was like, "What are the rules? What is happening?" And I unpause it, and the next five minutes is them doing a quantum leap situation, up until the point where he's looking in the mirror, 
And I'm like, is he going to say, oh, boy? <laughs> and, and, and he didn't. So uh, it's real, 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 real bad. Real yeah, no, bad. I didn't, I, I didn't watch it. Um, Bryant did. And all I heard from downstairs was, oh, my God. It's, oh, come What is this? Like, he's just yelling awful. at the TV. I was like, I am not going to come. Well, you are not convincing me to it's, watch this movie. It's going to be how did this get made for sure. Oh, and it should be yeah. it should be immediately. Like there was, I came out of the room and I looked down and he's watching the movie and he's like, "How much time is left in this?" <laughs> so he paused it and it was like twenty what? minutes. He's like, "What?" Well, he's, <laughs> so, only, he's, only, he's, only, he's only twenty minutes in, or twenty minutes. There's twenty minutes left. Okay, because I, I was the other way. I paused. I was like, well, how, "How long has this been going on?" I've been watching for thirty minutes. There was like, two hours left. I was like, "How in the world is this possible?" It is so bad. Like, the, the one thing I'll say about it, and I say this openly with peace and love, that I've always been a Kristen Wiig fan, but I've always found her attractive. Dude, she worked out for this movie. She got in, like, shape. Like, shape, 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 shape. So like, look at some pictures then, because the two out of yeah, three Yeah, yeah, she looks amazing. She's a, she's good. Chris Pine's good in it. Like his part's cool. Like, but good actors a bad movie cannot make. Yeah, man. But uh, yeah. But it was it was bad. Um, I won't be watching that. Aren't you glad you didn't see in the theater though? Aren't you uh, glad you didn't pay well, I, fifteen dollars? Well, I wonder. I wonder. I wonder if in March when they because this movie got delayed seven times or nine times. Yeah, it so should have been delayed more. I, I, well, I wonder if they stopped post production budget. Because the effects weren't great, because they knew they might they were gonna have to put it on HBO Max, so they weren't gonna make as much money. So they they stopped pumping money into like the CGI because that's what it looked like. Wow! But the, the third but the, one coming. But the score the score was the score was like, it, I mean, it could have been a really dark, grimy movie, a gritty movie with almost a, a few edits. Um, but I would say, if if I would say, can't watch it. Um, there, I mean, there's, there's, um, because there's Midnight Sky with George Clooney. That yeah, that's on my my list. I started watching it last night but fell asleep. Okay. Um, so I had I have to go back and do it again. I've been watching Bridgerton. Ugh. I finished that today. Are you not a fan of Bridgerton? Man, I, what it it looks like it's a, a Downton Abbey sort of high society mixed with Gossip Girls. What what people are saying. Um, that it's 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 escapist. It's this f- fantasy seventeenth century Britain because there's, there's no black racial. People. There's black people. Yeah, right? everybody's yeah. everybody's getting along beautifully in terms mm. of you know racial relations, race relations. Okay. But um, yeah, it's just very it's very um, you know they just say Gossip Girl meets Downton Abbey is basically what it is. Okay. But it's really it's a good story. I really enjoyed it. I watched it. I started watching a couple days ago and I finished it today. You watched The Crown too, right? I try. I haven't revisited it oh. since we last talked about it because it's slow. It's slow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's I might pick up a video game. I haven't. I haven't played a video game in a I'm minute, so playing. So I'm, I'm still like, playing the Avengers. It's been fun. That's Brian's playing that. But yeah, I got Spider Man, so I might pick that up. Oh, you got, the, you got the new. You got the new one. He has the new one. I have the old one. I haven't played so. Old one's awesome. Yeah, I might do that because you know it's time. Yeah. Um. I was going to talk about Soul. Did y'all watch Soul? No, but my buddy, Justin Bua, who, um, have you seen this? 
Shout out to Bua now. Yeah, Bua uh, is pretty pissed off because the, the the movie definitely rips off his artwork. Get out of here. I mean, trem- incredibly. Like, like you know, you've seen the Piano Man 3 I have in my house. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, look at that. Then look at, like, the picture of the guy playing piano. You'd be like, oh. And, like, then he, he did a screen grab where it's, like, the guy playing piano. And then they have, like copies of his artwork on the wall dang no way yeah but he's like you know he's like what are you gonna do he's like you know i guess it's sue yeah but you know like I mean, you, know, you could you could they, but they got the money yeah well he, he, i guess he's kind of used to it but this is a but yeah they, they should definitely Thanks. have given him a shout out or a credit or something wow no i have to, I have to look for that i didn't see uh, that but yeah like look up justin bua bua's artwork now. and yeah. then and then right. look it's the first post Oh, the really about it, about them ripping him off. It's the the most the, the you you saw it was from yesterday. Just saying. Oh, his part. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, interesting. Yeah. So I mean, but I'll watch that, and then um, I'm still. I'm wa- curious to hear your take on Soul. So we'll talk about that next time. Yeah, I watched that, and then uh, I, oh, I watched Mulan because it was finally free on was it? on D- Disney Plus. No Mushu, I'm not here for it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was a different. It was, it was, it was more. It was like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, almost. I want Mushu. I yeah. want Donny Osmond singing. Let's mm-hmm. get down to business. I want that. Yeah, it's there's not in that. Nope, nope. I was happy there was not one musical, <laughs> musical song. I want my songs. So yeah, enjoy well. that, y'all. Yeah, but well, I mean, I guess you know, we'll see what twenty twenty one has to bring. It better be better. I mean. I, I, I don't want to say it can't be worse because it definitely could. It could be way worse. Yeah, yeah. We didn't see any major wars, so right. it could be way worse. Right. So thankful for what we, you know, had. Thankful for, the, you know, I was telling my friends earlier that this year definitely caused me to sit down and be still. I did pay right. off my student loan debt. Right. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. We did pay up, um, you know, build our savings, you know, being forced to sit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Being forced to sit still and couldn't travel and couldn't do all the things that we would normally would have done caused us to really just be more mindful about our spending and right. hone some new skills, learn how to play the piano. You We're still did. working on that. That's great. You know, we, we started this podcast. Yep. So a lot of things that would have been, yeah, we'll do that one day. You know, one day, you know, we'll get yeah. to that. It kind of in, in the stillness forced me to take some initiative and do some things that I wouldn't have otherwise done. So that's one good thing that's come out of 2020. And a tremendous lack of mass shootings that dropped off. Yes. To, that dropped off quite a bit. Yes. How about that? Yeah, Staying no, at home. No terrorist attacks. Everyone's at home. No school shootings. Yeah. No, no schools. Well, schools are open, but not, not, not out like here. They were. Yeah. Well, they are out here, but not as many. Half the kids are at home. So yeah. Yeah, so, so there's there good things, good man. Things. Good things, man. You know, <laughs> the the, th- the thirty seconds that told us that took us to talk about the good things. Yeah, so. well, relative distance, we'll, and we will be continuing on. So yes, yeah, we'll be back in 2021. Y'all hear this on New Year's Eve. So happy New Year to yeah. everybody. Mm. Cheers to 2021. Oh. Clink clink. That's Drink eggnog. your eggnog. This is thick. <laughs> it's ill ill. All right, y'all. So here's the routine. You know how it is. You can find us on Instagram at Relative Distance Pod. I need to post more things on there. Yeah. Uh, we are on YouTube. Go ahead. No, shout out if you have questions, man. Shout out or you want us to talk about something, we definitely will. Yeah. Um, As you see, we got our first, you know, topic yeah. request and we talked about it. Yeah. Um, Let us know something you want to hear about. Yeah, yeah, we are on YouTube. You can also email us actually at relativedistancepod at gmail.com if there's something you want us to, to hit on. 
Um, you know, but you can DM us as well. Um, hit us up on YouTube, send Greg nudes. Um, mm-hmm. You can find us wherever you find mm-hmm. your podcasts. Mm-hmm. Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, etc., etc. We are on all Anchor. those platforms. Yes, Anchor's our home base. You can send us a message on Anchor too. Um, Overcast, Breaker, and Google Podcasts, Radio Public. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Thank you to everyone that supported, everyone that has been uh, spreading the word about us. And please stick with us. We got some cool stuff coming in 2021. Oh, oh yeah. Don't worry. We got one for you. We got the next, yeah. the next, one of the next ones going to be the, it's coming. Can't oh, wait. Oh, boy. Can't wait. Stay tuned. Yeah. We're going to leave y'all in suspense. All right. All right. Till next time. Anything you want to say for the good of the people? Happy New Year. Happy holidays, everyone. Uh, uh, let's all let's all take a shot at uh eleven fifty, whatever yeah. eleven fifty before uh before the new the ball drop. Yes, we'll yeah. be probably on on Zoom at that point. So sure. we're gonna do that. Happy Kwanzaa mm-hmm. and Happy New Year to everyone. Uh, be safe out there. Stay home. People are throwing New Year's Eve parties. Stay home, y'all. Like yeah. we we try and come on the other side of this. And um, peace. Till peace. Next time. Peace.